Hello, everyone, and welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director here at engineering.com. On today's show, the road to autonomous vehicles, the first 21st century nuclear reactor, and smart bricks. You know, the ability for vehicles to operate at full autonomy in all road conditions, well, it's still a long way off, but automotive engineers, with the help of Siemens Digital Industries software, well, they're working up to SAE levels four and even five. Those levels, one through five, well, they vary based on two key factors, the extent of driver involvement and road conditions. Now, most auto manufacturers are at level two, where steering and acceleration are automated, says Nan Kochar, Vice President of Automotive and Transportation Industries at Siemens. Now, level three is the present cutting edge, where a driver would not be required to monitor the environment, but still must be ready, sort of on computer notice, to take control. Now, according to Kochar, the heavy truck industry, they're expected to crack level four over the next few years. Now, this will allow autonomous driving under basic road conditions. Now, key to the evolution of autonomous vehicles, well, that's the engineering modeling that enables operational decision-making. The computer models, well, they can be thought of in human terms. Perception, brain processing of that perception, and muscular reaction. Now, in autonomous driving, this translates to cameras, radar, and LIDAR. It also includes processors and the traditional mechanical systems, such as brakes and steering. Now, to pull those multiple systems together, the computer hardware, software, and automotive industries, well, they're now forced to collaborate at levels never seen before. System-on-a-chip technology well, is making it affordable, but system complexity, machine learning, and error-proofing of the code, that makes it almost impossible to predict who will be the first to market. And once the technology is proven in hardware, it still has to pass muster with regulators like the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the DOT, and also the insurance industry. A major challenge facing engineers is weather. Now, according to Kochar, coping with sign recognition and road markings in extreme snow, fog, or rain, well, that's posing challenges to sensor systems like radar. When will we reach level five, the ultimate? Well, not immediately, says Kochar. But several companies, including some outside the automotive space, well, they're testing vehicles on public roads right now. Time will tell. Can universities create 21st century nuclear reactor technology? Well, we're about to find out. The engineering faculties of Abilene Christian University, the Georgia Institute of Technology, the University of Texas at Austin, and Texas A&M, well, they're in the early stages of designing a new generation reactor with the aim of training the next generation of nuclear engineering professionals. Now, they're doing this while using safer technology based on molten salts. Now, why the renewed interest in nuclear? Well, in a word, carbon. As a zero CO2 technology, nuclear has the right global warming credentials, although cost is still a factor. Michael Natassi, head of Texas A&M's nuclear engineering department, he says that molten salt reactors fit perfectly into that future because they're inherently safe and they can also consume spent nuclear fuel from conventional nuclear reactors. Now, a private company, Natura Resources, well, they're sponsoring the engineering faculty consortium and they're providing $30 million toward the test reactor. Wind and solar generate most of the media mindshare in the zero carbon power generation world, but several next-gen reactor technologies are under development. Now, this initiative may help solve the most critical shortage in the energy business, skilled people. Imagine if the brick walls of your home could also store the electricity that runs your home. Now, it's an intriguing possibility, and researchers at Washington University in St. Louis, well, they've unveiled a first step in that direction, something they call a smart brick. The key is in the porosity and very large surface area that's not readily apparent in this traditional building material. The research team began its work by experimenting with corroded metal, red roofing tiles, and clay pots. Now, these materials were immersed in specific gases which reacted with the oxides formed by rust, resulting in conductive coatings. Using the same gases, the researchers then filled the maze-like porosity inside a, a conventional brick. And the result was a plastic nanofiber coating on the brick that they call P-DOT. 
turning it into a large capacitor. Now, at this point, the capacity of the system is not huge. Using a stack of 60 bricks, the team powered a 3-watt lamp for about an hour. On the other hand, the system recharged in 15 minutes and showed the ability for quick discharge rates. The potential application is emergency lighting in hallways. The next step for the team will be to store sufficient energy to power a bigger device such as a laptop. Who needs batteries when you have bricks? That wraps up this episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of This Week in Engineering.